Yo, it's your boy. Back with another one on Frames and Flops. This week we're going to be talking about Outriders World Slayer. And if y'all don't remember, last year Outriders dropped and it was pretty rough. But they turned it around and with New Horizons last year in November, a lot of big changes, balances. It's been quiet for a while, but just this past week, the release of World Slayer, the expansion hit live and i'm in love even more there's a common phrase going on right now with some reviewers saying it's just more outriders and damn it it is but it's it's top notch to me so just a quick intro about what's happening there's a new story with this expansion and there's a new end game new skills new mods the loot tier system is just a lot of a lot of what made outriders good they added it and made it better so the story i promise not to spoil anything i'm gonna keep this short and sweet uh the base game pretty much explained why humans ended up on this planet you know of course humans being humans tore up the earth and we found a way to make you know make life somewhere else and we ended up on a planet called enoch and on enoch we learn about an anomaly and an anomaly gave a lot of people superhuman powers and that's pretty much what the the base outriders game is about is just just figuring out why we got there what happened and what the anomaly is all about because the anomaly ended up out of control so now with world slayer we're here. We're on Enoch. We're part of it. We ain't going nowhere. So we're we're digging deeper and finding out more about the natives of that planet. It's a lot of twists, but it's pretty cool. And then at the end of this new expansion, once you do uh, the campaign and you do your first run of uh, the trials of Taria Gratar, you um you end on a big cliffhanger. And it, you know cliffhangers can be annoying, but at the same time what we learn through the story and through the dialogue while you're going through trials you it's it's pretty doggone interesting so i'm I'm hoping that of course the game is successful and they follow up with more so um check it out don't don't just uh rush through the story watch the cutscenes. make sure your first time doing trials that you actually listen to the dialogue because it's a lot of uh discovery so let's i want to i want to um really touch on the mechanics of the game and how the game is designed to be played because i feel like a lot of people are jumping into it trying to play the game in a way it's not really meant to be played it's like me trying to play uh elden ring like ninja gaiden or whatever else doggone bushido blade i don't know <laughs> But just uh, some some basics, you know, cover. I've seen people say getting in cover is oppressive. It doesn't feel good. Cover ain't for you. Cover is for the enemies. Yes, if you get in cover, they're going to throw bombs and smoke you out. The snipers are going to pop you and, and stun you. You don't use cover in the sense like it's uh, Gears of War or The Division. The way you use cover is by positioning yourself 
while you're moving, you know, getting moving in the right spot. So you're not a, a sitting duck or you seeing where the area of effect is going to be at, you know, where they, they'll show a big red marker where the bomb's going to be and just moving. Um, but the thing is that you have to kill to heal, but each class heals differently. There's four classes, Devastator, Trickster, Pyromancer, Technomancer. Each of them has a different different type of mechanic to heal. So you can't just think, well, I'm shooting them and killing them and I'm not healing. And if you're doing that on a Devastator and you're shooting them from a long range and killing them, you're not healing. Unless you got some, you know, some things going on with your, with your build. But for the most part, you have to kill your enemies in a specific way. You have to use your abilities for the most part or be in close range. So understand cover ain't your friend and killing it and just gun go bang enemies dead. I'm supposed to be healed. It's 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 intricate. Also, the enemy density, the higher you go up in your tears, it's going to it's going to feel oppressive. But at the same time, you know, I've heard. The sentiment in, in other games that, oh, this the enemy density is so light and I feel like I'm killing everything too fast and there's nothing to kill. Uh, well, that ain't the case in Outriders. They <laughs> enemies are there for you to make make them mincemeat, you know, blow them up, kill them, use your abilities, spam your abilities again. Make sure that you're killing your enemies in a way that suits your class you will see the satisfaction when there's a group of enemies coming towards you and you got the right build on. And then somehow whatever, like a pyromancer, you put them with a bomb and then that bomb chains and then it's boom, 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 boom. It's, it's, it's fun. So yes, they can overwhelm you, but understand that there's tears. So if you feeling overwhelmed, drop the tear, get your build right. And that leads to my next point builds 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 just because you see that your gear number is bigger that does not mean that you're just going to automatically fly through at the current tier you on so you've been playing on apocalypse tier 14 and all your gear is averaging your gear score is what uh 50 49 and then you level up that tier and go to 15 and then all of a sudden you're starting to get drops that are you know however many levels above you now you get an average gear score of 51 52 and you just equip it and it doesn't synergize with your skill tree and your mods (laughs) you're gonna have a hard time it's all about the builds and your skills and getting the right synergy so they all play with each other it's a very very intricate game but you know i've again i've heard people clamor for you know making builds that are very specific and not brain dead yeah that's the free brain dead brain dead brain dead so no you you just you just can't equip the gear with the biggest number and think you're just going to have an easy skate it's not going to happen also this is a looter shooter but your guns don't have an identity. Your guns are tools for you to enable mods and skills. 
You know, you'll have a gun that has the right stats, crit damage, healing, critical hit damage, all kind of other stats. But then you have mods. One, you know, some will rain down a meteorite. Some will freeze enemies. Some will set them on fire, uh, inflict a status, bleed, toxic, um, weakness. So you, you're using your guns to feed into your mods and your skill trees. So don't don't just think, well, this gun has harbor recoil. Well, well yeah, yeah, maybe it does. But that, the end game it ain't for you to the, to get the the most best feeling gun. It's about getting the gun with the right stats and mods that overall make your build just monstrous. So just keep that in mind as well. Also, the game is very mathematical, so you really got to understand multiplicative and additive damage scaling. The the better you understand how, you know, they're saying once you get this going, it's going to increase your damage by this percent or this much this hard number uh and and how the the anomaly damage and firepower and the statuses how it all ties into what the mods are saying that you can do <laughs> it's very like again it's a very intricate game it's not simple as shoot you know aim shoot dead you really have to put some thought into it and that's that's the fun of it to me is because you'll see someone at the same level as you trying to do the same things as you with the same type of character, but they can melt a boss in literal 10 seconds at the highest tier because they got it so synergized the right way with gear set bonuses. So if you have the, the legendary gear, which would be the yellow quote unquote exotic gear, you you get gear set bonuses. So if you got the three pieces plus all the mods, plus your skill trees, it, man, look, you can do some real damage and that's the fun of it, but you got to get it right. So those are just some of the basics of how to really play the game. And it, again, I, I've heard people clamoring for builds and synergistic type of mods and things. It's here for you. If that's your thing, if it's not, then, well, it's not for you. That's OK. So a little bit more about the uh, the new stuff. So before there were you had a world tier and a challenge tier for the end game. Now they've normalized everything. So everything now is just an apocalypse tier. So whether you're doing a story, whether you're doing um, the expeditions from the base game as end game. Or you're doing the new in-game, the Trials of Tar Your Guitar. Everything is for world tier. And that's a good thing. So now your um, your progress isn't stunted to just this tier and that tier. It's just one tier or one tier system that you can level up doing whatever you want to do. So whether you want to just grind expeditions because it's a little bit more variety, you can do that. Or you want to grind the new trials, you can do that. Or you just want to play the story. The story is not going to give you as much. You know, they, they push you to do the trials. But um, again, you could do whatever you want to do, but you'll still gain some type of uh, XP doing or for your, um, your apocalypse tiers. So again, with that being said, now it, the cap was 15. 
now the cap is 40 but um based on what the the developers told us before launch and what the uh, the people with early access the, the actual you know the streamers and the, the guys that got the game early and really are what they call ambassadors for the game they you know they've, they've had the game for a couple of weeks now and they still haven't reached the level 40 unless they cheating um so it's they've they pretty much said they didn't want it to be instant it's going to be a grind it is what it is and like i said i it's 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 tough but maybe maybe it'll change um also we got as far as skills you have pack skills now so in the base game you had about I think 15 or 13 or 20 maybe uh skill points for a skill tree that you can all you can reset anytime you want it doesn't cost any in-game currency you can play a thing you can you know uh play around with it you can it is a top, middle, bottom tree, and you can kind of feed into each tree. You're not stuck to just doing a bottom tree. You can start branching out into other parts of the, of the, of the skill tree to try to get the most perfect build. So what they've done with that is they've um, introduced the packs trees, and you only get five of those, but those five are potent as hell. What they tried to do was balance the game a little bit because in the base game it was really for each class one maybe two at the most types of builds that people were making with the um legend or uh, the yeah the legendary gear um pretty much being one or two meta play styles for each class so what they've tried to do was make some nerfs and some balances to change how you interact with the game and now you have this packs tree to where where some of some of your mods may have been nerfed but you have the skills that you can uh, spec into and it'll it, it pretty much keeps you feeling like a god um so it's it's a step back but it was i think it was the right step to to allow people to to do different things instead of just being pushed into doing this one build for this one class so i i think it's great and i've i've felt the difference in my devastator because devastator was kind of looked at as the the worst class but man i i got two real important skills on that pax tree that i melt everything and you'll see in my gameplay i'm just slamming the ground everything's dropping dead it's 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 amazing um also they got uh ascension tiers so that's another um type of skill system passive uh bonuses that you're you're leveling up as you play and i think the max for that is 200 but um there's four different main uh, areas that you can focus points into you know one is more so about anomaly damage and damage against elites and another one will be about your firepower and critical damage and armor piercing another one will be about defensive and healing but um you only get so many that you can spec into and but it, it'll be passive uh boost just in general so you will spec into anomaly damage so if you have an anomaly build and you start putting points into just passive anomaly damage it's it's just gonna you know exponentially 
make you that much more powerful. So again, they've they've reduced some of the mods or made the mods more um, interactive instead of just killing something and making a mod activate. It's about getting a critical shot or whatever, you know, however they got it set up. It's, it's 500 some odd mods, man. It's so, so many that you can choose from and, and get going. But they've done those those nerfs to the mods to make you really think about the overall build and, you know, synergize everything together. The loot, I mean, got a lot of different loot, a lot more legendary sets for each class, some general legendary sets that any class really can benefit from. Uh, again, I said 500 sub mod mods, just a, a ridiculous amount of mods in this game. And um, that's pretty much the gist of what's happened. Um, and then, of course, the new end game is Trials of Taria Guitar. It's uh, essentially a big dungeon where you have different um, arenas that you go through, whether you choose to or not, but you can target loot. So they have different uh, arenas for one for chest piece, one for your legs, one for your arms, for your helmet, for your boots. And you don't have to, but I mean, if you're leveling up and you're trying to get the right drop, it is pretty wise that you do that. Um, until you get to to the max level but it rains loot i mean i didn't realize that you know they said you're gonna get a lot of loot but hell once i i cleared one uh, and and opened up the chest <laughs> everything just kept just dropping out dropping out dropping out. i stood there for for maybe 30 seconds like dang is this gonna end uh i wasn't expecting that so um it, it really does rain loot and you get a lot of stuff and that's the best place to get the apocalypse gear and that's another change is before you only had two mods. Now with the apocalypse gear, you can get three mods. So not only is it just new loot in general, but you have three mods to make your build just absolutely nutty. And again, there's the, the addictive side of a looter shooter is the RNG of getting the right drop with the right uh, mods or maybe two perfect mods. And then one that you can change with crafting. So it's um, it's it's there for you if you really enjoy the the loot chase. You can do that. So yeah, you go through all those areas, and there's like three main bosses. And right now, I don't know if this is intentional because they really haven't said anything about it. But at the final boss. Once you beat the final boss, you get to choose one specific legendary uh, piece of gear. And what you can do is if you don't die so many times in the trials, you can um, just go to the lobby and then go right back and then beat the boss again and do that a couple of times to kind of just farm loot and maybe chase one, spe <clears throat> excuse me, one specific drop. Right now, man, I'm I'm eating. It's, it's a lot of good stuff happening and I'm enjoying it. And I don't think, I don't know if they're going to fix that type of cheese. I don't know if you call it a cheese again. I don't know if it's intentional, but I'm, I'm taking advantage of it while I can. And I've gotten some good stuff from it and it's just making my build better and better and better. Lots of good changes. I'm loving it. So some final thoughts about the game and how I'm feeling about it. And some of my takes on some of the feedback I'm hearing is, you know, I've seen people saying it's too repetitive I mean, what what do you expect from a looter shooter? Uh, what what looter shooter hitting repetitive? 
I've seen people say there's no pinnacle. There's what am I grinding levels for? What am I what am I trying to get to the highest power for? I mean, what are you trying to do that for in any other game? That's a looter shooter. I mean, say it's a raid, you do the raid, and then you end up farming the raid. Not <laughs> is that not repetitive? I, I just don't understand that that train of thought. Maybe variety is is the word people may be wanting to say, and I I get that. There's not a lot of variety. I mean, it's essentially a new game, a new franchise. They're trying to make it a franchise. And another thing I've I've seen people recommend, you know, adding daily bounties or daily challenges. This is not a live service game. If you approach this like a live service game and try to just get to the max immediately. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's not a live service game. They've not tried to pretend it's a live service game. I don't know if their goal is to make it a live service game, but don't approach it like that. And you might have a better, I you know, time with it. Just, you know, play when you want to play because you're not going to miss anything. You're not going to miss some event. You're not going to miss uh, some weekly offering. I mean, you can play it for a little while and go play something else and then come back and pick up right where you left off. Just start demolishing stuff so just keep that in mind if you are struggling I, you know i've seen this a lot too again just think about how you playing the game and also don't be ashamed to drop the apocalypse tier down to something that's more manageable until you get the right drops and once you get those drops that synergize well with the mods and the skill trees and then you push it up again and, and try to go at it a different way. And then, you know, once you learn the spawns, the maps, again, the movement, you'll 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 start to 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 take hold of that that tier that you were struggling in. And then before you know it, you'll be on to the next one. So, um, yeah, don't feel like you have to try to brute force your way through a tier that you're struggling through until you get the right stuff and with that being said again the goal is really is to try a variety of builds i mean it's it's a lot a lot a lot of opportunity to make different builds and the the, the goal is to be able to do the highest tier in-game content and make it look easy and maybe do it fast depending on what class you're playing with if you can do that then you've mastered the game that's what it's all about. How how quick can you spam your abilities? How can you output the most damage or tank the most damage? And that's another cool thing is because at the end of an expedition or your trials, you literally see a breakdown of all the numbers. You'll see what mod did the most damage. How much damage did you mitigate? How much damage did you take? Um the the skills that you use and what damage that they do i mean it breaks down so many again i said this game is mathematical it's all about the numbers so if you like that type of stuff it's there for you uh another thing i've seen and it's it's subjective you know people say 40 dollars is too expensive if you're upgrading um the base game if you're buying the base game and the expansion together i think it may be 60 bucks 
Um, that's subjective, man. I mean, if you got it, you got it. I I know I'll blow $40 on DoorDash. I mean, (laughs) I, I, I don't really know what to say about that one. I can't say, well, for $40, is it worth it? Uh, And at the same time, I think that's a weird kind of gauge that people have using these past couple of years, thanks to live service games and just monetization and microtransactions in general, how they've been incorporated into gaming. I've seen people say how blasphemous, you know, microtransactions and loot boxes and things are in gaming. But here's an offering that there are absolutely no other incentives to spend money in this game. You drop 40 bones, that 40 bones is you get hours and hours of, of, of loot chasing and grinding and making extraordinary types of builds. It's what the, the dollar per hour value. I mean, that's, that's, I don't know. It's just a, a weird thing that, live service and microtransaction heavy games has, has kind of introduced into the, the zeitgeist of defining how good a game is, but that's subjective. I mean, Hey, if you, what, if what you're seeing on YouTube from my gameplay, from my perspective, from other people's perspective, if you don't want to try it, that's, that's your prerogative. But I, this is a easy, easy amount of money I've spent and I've only, put in maybe seven hours since tuesday if that so hey seven hours for forty dollars i guess that's fair i don't know that's, see, that's that's just a weird thing but anywho uh my biggest gripe right now with the game is is the xp gains for your apocalypse tier i just feel like it's just too slow um especially when you're doing trials and you're doing each each trove for the um targeted loot it, that easily can can run you a, a hour, if not more, depending on your build, how fast you melt and stuff. And um, if you're doing every little area, that's a lot of time and you don't get a whole lot of XP for that. So I, I hope that they kind of revisit that. They don't have to make it super fast, but at the same time, it may need some tuning. But that's my biggest gripe with the game right now is just those those xp games for your for your apocalypse tiers but again like uh people are saying outriders world slayer is more outriders but it's a lot and i'm hoping that the game is successful because i hope that you know in the future there's more classes you know more types of arenas it's a beautiful game just again if you're looking at my footage Hell, it was times when I just stopped and just looked around because, I mean, it's it's beautiful. It's on the Unreal engine. So if you know anything about that, you know, Unreal is kind of the one of the top dogs when it comes to engines. So um, it's again, it's a beautiful engine or beautiful game on a, on a great engine. Great story. I, I hope that they, you know, keep it up. So check it out. If not, then it's all good. Everything ain't for everyone. I understand that. My uh my review ranking, <laughs> whether it's some Reggie, some mid, or some fire, you know, you already know. This is this is that high high octane ninety three premium gas. I love it. I highly recommend it, especially if you like looter shooters, and you know nuanced looter shooters where you really have to put some thought into it, and you get to see your numbers and 
how everything works together, go for it. So, on to the news. God of War Ragnarok has been confirmed by Corey Barlog, the uh, director uh, for Santa Monica Studio with Sony. They uh, were supposed to make some announcement this week, but something, I guess, went wrong. They didn't have it the way they wanted it, but on Twitter, he did confirm that the game is going to come out sometime this year. They just haven't said when. Um, and it's weird. I've seen a lot of people mad about that. But at the same breath, I've heard people say, well, if they're not ready to say anything, they don't say anything. They're saying too much. <laughs> so, I swear, people just don't know what the hell they want, man. It's so weird. Social media is anywho. But God of War, Ragnarok is coming. Some more boy. Uh, also, Sony, they had a live stream this week. They were showcasing some new monitors and headphones. So um, I haven't really looked at it yet, but I want to go back and revisit that. And I'll probably drop a link in the description on YouTube. So um, check that out. I think they got some um, some pretty high end monitors coming out. So something something to, to look into if you care about that type of stuff. And uh, I ha I've been slack on the memory of the week for the past two episodes, but this week I got one for y'all. Uh, and this was suggested by my beautiful wife uh, because I talked about Apple last time. She said, you know what would be a good question is the first time you really use Apple products and, you know, how, how deep are you into the Apple ecosystem? And for me, I'm trying to think. Um, I don't remember using Apple products or Mac in, in the 90s, I, you know, I think by the time we actually got a computer, it was a Windows, of course. Um, that was the most affordable. And I think the first time I really bothered with an Apple product was an I, uh, iPod. Yeah, boy, I had a bomb iPod and some old busters in Atlanta right off Gresham Road. The old hustlers that Gucci took warned me about. They broke in my shit when I was watching the uh, SEC championship game with the homies. Dugan's. That was the restaurant. Yeah, we went to Dugan's. And uh, it was all flat shows. Aggression, one of them. And, uh, yeah, they busted, busted, my, busted my truck and stole all my stuff. But, um, yeah, I had a 250 gig iPad or iPod with all kind of music that I, I just can't even find anymore. But, um after that it took me some while before i actually bothered with another apple product i got an iphone i was a grown-ass man um before that i shit i didn't care about no phone really but you know over the years the technology changed where the phone became your music device so um i think when did i get that iphone i think that was an iphone 6 maybe Six success, whenever that, whatever year that came out, that might have been 2013, 14, something like that. That was my first iPhone, and I've been, I've been in the ecosystem since. Um, and 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 it only was a phone. And the first time I got an iPad was maybe 20, it was 2018, or the end of 2017, right before 2018. And I still got that same iPad now, but I just ordered a new one, uh, the iPad Air, and it's 
and I ordered that June 16th and it still ain't got here and the day is July the 2nd so anywho and then of course I got the watch now thanks to my thanks to the to the missus it's a good birthday present and I got the AirPods because I be at work and I just have my my little have one in and I just be uh, listening to music or podcast and when I work out but um I'm 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 in the ecosystem. I'm in it just because I've spent so much money with them and everything transfers so easily. You know, you get one phone and just hold the phone up and and everything transfers. I you know, I'm I'm old and I don't be feeling like starting over. So I'm in the ecosystem. I'm I'm an Apple head. So <laughs> when's uh when's the first time y'all use an Apple product and are you in the Apple ecosystem? If you you know. If you are, if not, it's cool too. But anywho, another episode of Frames and Flops in the books. Y'all be good. Stay cool. It's hot out there. Happy Fourth. You know, drink some cold ones. If you don't, drink some water. Drink some sweet tea. Have something good to eat. And uh, hopefully you got a day off from work. So you can watch and listen to Frames and Flops. On all streaming platforms and on YouTube. <laughs> but as always, tell a friend to tell a friend. Y'all be good. Catch y'all next time. Thank you all for tuning in to Frames and Flops. Bye bye. <laughs>